Hello, fellow riders. This is your host, Rusty James. It is Monday, May 23rd, 2016. It's been 12 days since my last confession, and this is The Ride. Hey, everybody. Well, I'm guessing there. It's been about 12 days. I don't know. Since I talked to you last, I have been very busy lately with my work schedule. And I apologize if you've been looking forward to this every day like I've been doing for the last more than half a year. But, you know, I got things I got to do. And, man, I have been working hard at our little farmhouse. Uh-oh, low fuel. I wanted to talk a little bit about being tired and being energized. I knew going into this whole uh, farmhouse situation that I was going to be tired. There's a lot of land to manage. I mean, not a ton. It's not like it's a big, big farm or anything. And, you know, we only have chickens. But I'm spending time working on chicken stuff, painting furniture, doing antique stuff, retrofitting barnwood benches. Not retrofitting, basically building them. I'll have to post some pictures of this bench that I designed. It's so cool. It uses a particular piece of, I guess you could call it, barn utensil, <laughs> barn paraphernalia, that no, you know, not too many people know what it is. In fact, I don't know what it is, and I've talked to some farmers, and they don't know what it is, but it looks so cool, and I've incorporated it into some benches. So I'm making, I think I'll be making about four of these things. Well, no, take that back. I've made two, and I can make four more. So I might have to go into business. But, you know, all this, all this stuff I've been doing, and it's not just me. My wife is going crazy doing the gardening, and she is a beast when it comes to getting that stuff done. It's tiring. But, you know, it's a good tire, and it get, gives you really good sleep. I don't want to put you under condemnation, but I'll tell you what. When we used to just veg before bed and watch... TV until we couldn't stay up any longer. When we used to do that, man, I wouldn't get good sleep. We wouldn't even be talking during the show. I mean, we were sharing an experience, but it wasn't really, you know, we weren't talking about that experience later. So it was a shared experience, but very little payback. And we decided that we weren't going to put a TV in our bedroom when we move to this house. And it doesn't really matter anyway because we don't have the time, my friends. But that's okay, I would rather be that way than just be bored and what's on the tube, you know? I guess you can't say that anymore. Hey, what's on the panel? So being tired, now I realize that uh, there are some listening to this who are tired, but they're like sick and tired and it's, Unrelatable to what I'm talking about. It's not the same thing. And I get that. And you know, I have been there. It's a tired that you can't get rest from, isn't it? I went through a lot of time trying to do the right thing. And the world was kicking me down. 
It, doesn't, it seemed like whatever I would do that I felt was the right thing, I just, I couldn't get any headway, you know? No traction. And I know it can be that way. But you know, there is a rest that is not just in the natural. I seem to recall a scripture, Come to me, you who are weary, and you'll find rest for your soul. Something like that. If you're heavy laden, are you laden with burden and heaviness? The Lord says come to him. It doesn't necessarily mean that those burdens will go away, though he will make them light. The burdens of life don't necessarily go away when we become a believer. It's just that the strength that we ride in comes from beyond ourselves, and it makes the burden much lighter. I know that there are believers that are listening to me right now that are going through a season of a heavy burden. And even though you're believers, it's still hard. I think that's a time when our enemy wants to get us thinking about, well, maybe we ought to just rest in our own strength because this whole Christian gig, it's just not flying. It's just not happening. And I got to tell you, the appropriate response, I think, should be, to press in to my strength, press in to my rest, press into the peace of God when it doesn't maybe make sense to. I can tell you I've done it both ways and there is a peace knowing that God understands the situation even when we don't. I don't know my next year, not really. I have my plans, but we don't really know what's ahead. And some of us are going through things that last year we had no idea we're going to be here right now. Press in. Press into where you find the strength. Press into the strength of God. He has called you by name. He does know your situation. I had a chance to meet with some friends. My wife and I saw some friends at a restaurant recently over the weekend and they were people that we hung out with about 16 years ago at a particular church we went to a lot of them were on the worship team and they just happened to be getting together every once in a while and we just happened to get lucky enough to see them that night it was really nice to touch base with all of them I mean they remember our kids being one and two years old, something like that. And, you know, we could show them pictures of our children, our young adults, uh, their prom pictures this year. Why did I bring that up? I don't know. I guess if, if I was talking with those people back then, when our kids were one and two years old, and they would say, hey, you know, what's your plan for the next 15 years? Man, would I be so far off if I had told them anything. The point is, is we just don't know what's around the corner. And sometimes there's calamity around the corner. Sometimes there's blessing around the corner. But you know what? Around every corner, there's God. And I want to implore you to put your trust 
in your maker. And I know that there's times it doesn't make sense. Sometimes it takes more faith to trust in him than you think you've got. I want to implore you to trust him. I know it's part of human nature to try to find out. It's not even nature, human nature. It's nature nature. It's nature's nature. It's the temporal life, the the physical life's nature to want to seek out things that are easy. I'm reminded of our chickens because I just finished the whole chicken yard now. So we're pretty much done with the prepping of the coops and the chicken yard fencing and all that business. And it's funny, I've got this whole yard. It's it's a good-sized yard, too. Probably, I don't know, 20 feet by 16 feet. And we were letting the, the 17 chicks that are now large adolescents, we're letting them into the yard now. And the four adult bantams we have, they get to be in their section of the yard. And they're seeing each other now, so they're ho- hopefully they're getting used to each other. But the funny thing, the young, the young ones have all this room. What do they do? They try to get through the fence. What, what's up with that? They got all this green grass right in the middle of where they could go. Because they love this stuff. And what do they do? They hang out at the edge where there isn't a whole lot of grass because of... When I put the fence in, I had rototilled the line. Now, some of them are actually bathing in the dirt there, which is understandable. But a lot of them were just hanging out trying to find grass on the other side of the fence, which they can barely get to, when they got all this grass on the inside. Okay, so that preaches. It kind of reminds me of how we try to rest on our own strength, our own understanding. I am understanding that there is green grass on the other side of this fence and if my neck was just a little bit longer, I would be able to get this green grass. God, why didn't you make my neck longer so I could get that green grass? I see it's right there, it's right there, it's right there. And God is saying, man, he's like doing a head slap. Boom. What are you guys doing? Turn around and look at what you got, what I already provided for you right now, right here. But it is kind of our nature to try to press the envelope, to try to see where those boundaries are. Teenagers do it all the time. If you're frustrated with your teenager because they keep pushing you, know this, part of why they do that is one, they don't know they're doing it. I really don't believe that they truly know that they're doing it. So give them a little bit of grace. I mean, you you gotta put them in their place when they are disrespecting. But some of the boundary sensing and boundary um, determination activities of the teenager, it's part of their nature to just find out, well, where is the line? You haven't told me where the line is. In some cases, we haven't told them where the line is. And they're trying to push that line and see, well, how far can I go before there's a consequence that affects me? Because you can talk to me all day long and, oh, you shouldn't have done that. But that doesn't affect me. And we try to do that, too, as adults. We try to say, well, God, you know, I don't know if I want to trust in you fully. I'm going to trust in myself up to this point. you got to say, man, turn around and look at the green that I've got prepared for you. But the key is, 
in order to get that what I've prepared for you you have to turn around that's the thing and turning around and turning away from our way of doing things can be very difficult at times so my encouragement to all of us today today's a day today is a day that we start looking at things from God's perspective this tiring struggle that we might happen to be in right now approach it from God's perspective you know you see it as a mountain he sees it as something that can be moved and some of these mountains don't actually physically move but God moves you around them but you got to let God move you and of course you got to believe that he's there to move you ultimately life is tiring but life can be tiring in a good way in a productive awesome way I haven't gotten there yet, but I know that we're all on our way there. Okay, so you guys stay in the word and you live in peace and you pray for those who persecute you. And don't be a chicken. <laughs> don't be trying to find stuff beyond what God has provided for you. It's already been provided for you. Rest in the knowledge of Christ. Rest in his peace. Rest in his provision. And speak good about your relationship with God. Speak good about your family. Speak even good about the struggle that you're in. In the sense that you are saying, you know, I know that there's a struggle, but I know that God is going to get me through it. God is going to teach me some things through this thing. Not necessarily that it was God's deal that you're going through this struggle. It might have been brought about by, you know, your disobedience or whatever. Or it could have been totally unrelated to you whatsoever. Still, you're in it. And right now I speak peace and prosperity over your situation. God knows what that situation is. I don't know what it is, but I can believe in the Spirit. Grace and mercy will abound over you and your family. And that you will have this new perspective, really. I pray for a new perspective for all of us, that we can see things the way God sees things, okay? And I will see you on the flip.